Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. What up, what up, Asha? Good morning, Briston. Good morning, good morning. It's a nice chilly morning this morning. Got done with a little six-mile run. I got a, I got a, uh, I guess a goal to run six miles, six, six days a week for the entire year of 2024. Now, how's, you, how's it going so far? <laughs> oh, it's great, dude. I love it because I, I get up, I get stuff done and I go to work at seven instead of nine now. So I get off at three instead of five. So I get a longer afternoon to enjoy. So it's great. Um, I know you ultra runners are like, how are you going to run ultras? How are you going to run your 30 mile races if you're only running 36 miles a week? I know that's what you're thinking right now. Listen, man, listen. I just got done running for the past. Mm. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, five to six, five to six years of my life, I have been grinding in the pits for running cross country. So I am taking a year. The Bible talks about the Bible talks about taking a the seventh year as a rest year to not yield or touch any of your crops. So I'm taking a year of just focusing on the foundation. My ultimate foundation is Jesus, of course, but I'm also focusing on building a strong physical foundation for myself. I'm going to slowly ramp up. I want to be able to be uh, healthy and be able to run when I'm 80. Unlike some of you people, some of you people, y'all are like, I'm going to hop in the 100 mile race right now and no training. And guess what? You ain't going to be able to walk when you're 80 years old. So uh, I am doing a slow increase. So if you got a problem with it, then that's on you. Okay. But I'm taking a slow increase. I'm just focusing on strength and endurance a little bit. I'm just maintaining my endurance, but I'm focusing on getting stronger this year in the chest and the arms and the legs and the abs, eating more food, getting a little bit more weight. Okay. And then I'm going to, you know, I can do, I mean, I'm still going to do, I can, I, I might still do like a big race and stuff, but anyways, so. Briston's trying to get swole, son. No, nah, I ain't trying to get swole, dude. If I was trying <laughs> to get swole, I'd stop running, dude. I ain't Nick Bear. I can't, I can't run all these miles and stay buff, so. So tell, so tell me why you settled on six miles a day. Um, Because six miles is about. Because to get out the door and to get back in the door, you're, that's about 10, 15 minutes. Six miles is about 45 minutes to an hour of running, depending on your pace. So it's just a nice, good 45 minutes to an hour of running. It's just a good, it's a good medium. That's why. Um, four miles is too low for me. Eight miles is a little too much. Six miles is just right. It's like the poor, like the bears, the three bears. And or the bear in in the porridge, one of them was too cold, 
one of them was too hot, but the other one was just right. That's what this is. Six miles just right for me, dude. It's like just enough to keep in really good endurance, but not too much to degrade like a ton of calories. Like seven yeah. miles, like, dude, if I did 6.2 miles, that's way too many calories. <laughs> if you just bumped it up from a nine and a nine and a half K to a 10 K. <laughs> If you I did too uh, many calories for the day, <laughs> yeah. If I went from six miles to ten k, dude, that's too many calories for the day. Yeah, okay. Way over. I ran six point one instead of six. So, uh, anyways. So, no, dude. I, I think I'm actually with you on that. Uh, no, you told. Me, I don't remember. You told the no, whole. No, no, world. no, no. I know. No, no. I know. You told the okay. whole world you're doing a hundred mile race. So. No, no, no. I'm talking about the six miles a day. Oh. So I've been doing four lately for those of y'all that have maybe seen me on Strava or not, but I've doing, been doing four in the mornings every day. And, you know, that's a good 30 to 32 minute run, you know, depending on the pace, depending on your feeling, maybe even a little faster, but 30 minutes, I just ain't cutting it. And so I've been thinking lately, I need to bump it up. I really like hour runs, but that's a whole hour. Usually that'd be about eight miles. I'm just thinking, man, that kind of mileage is you're taking it seriously again. Um, but I remember when the year after college that I was still training and was going to do a track season and all that, I did about six miles a day on my aerobic days. And that, I think you're right, dude. That's like the sweet spot. That's that good middle ground. You get a good bit of distance in. I, I think I would usually shoot for a 10K, but you get that good bit of distance in, but it wasn't like, all right, I'm out here for an hour. It's like, all right, I'm out here for 45 minutes. So I think you're on to something. Yeah. Six mile run club, six miles, six day a week. And then you get your one day off and it's super nice. That's also a day I don't do anything. So like, for example, yesterday we had a, photo, a bunch of photos come in for a race that I, we had like last week, but Sunday's my rest day. So I didn't send them out. Cause that's work and I ain't working <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> like I don't mind like, uh, helping out at church or something like that, but nah, one day a week, I ain't doing nothing work related. So if it's Sunday, don't ask me to do nothing. <laughs> and if I had a race where I was working on Sunday and that Monday, don't ask me to do nothing or I should say Tuesday, but anyways, um, so Actually, there's something interesting that popped up. The old Facebook, man. We're always talking about something on Facebook. This dude on <laughs> Facebook, he uh, he was complaining about um, not having well-supported aid stations. So what he means is people not being there, basically. And he had, I had noticed a few comments, like on one of my, one of my, on one, one of the races we do, he said that our aid stations weren't well supported and then on another post when someone was asking about races he said uh yeah just make sure the races are well supported i'm like what do you mean well supported i was like basically like it came off to me like our aid stations aren't well supported and I, what he means by that is we didn't have volunteers and 
we got all the food, all the cokes, everything you need at an ultra, right? We, we got it at our races. It's there. If not, really, if anything, we have more than most other race companies. We have more stuff. Um, and so anyways, this guy was doing it. I just thought to myself, dude, I, I thought to myself, I was like, if you have an issue with our races not having enough volunteers, then why don't you become volunteer? Ooh. Why don't you come volunteer, son? Like, if you're one of those people that complain, that come to our races and, and complain because our aid stations aren't manned, that's on you, dude. You should have came and volunteered instead of running. You know what I mean? Like, that's on yeah. you, son. Um, And uh, so I was just thinking that to myself, man. I was like, all right, man, how about you come out and you see the need why don't you come provide for that need? Because, dude, it's like pulling teeth to get volunteers. It's crazy. Um, I just got in volunteering at the uh, Blaze Trails, running the Rose and Tyler. That was great, man. I had a fun time. It was fun. We sat out there and cheered runners on and had a heater. We were, really, it was pretty easy. We just had to yeah. refill some stuff here and there, but it was, it was good. Um, but, dude, they had like 30, 40 volunteers for that race. It was pretty crazy. And like, dude, I can barely, for our big, big race that has like four aid stations, 50K loop, middle of Texas, Austin, I can barely get like six people. And I'm crazy. I'm like, dude, what what am I doing wrong? I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm like, I, I send out plenty of, you know, emails to thousands of people. I do posts. Hey, we need volunteers. Nobody, man. Nobody bites. Um, I don't know what it is. I really don't. I'm, because we, we can have 200 people show up to a race to run, but maybe one person volunteers. And the math just doesn't sit right, man. And I've had ideas. I'm like, okay, do I need to start like an ambassador program to where basically you get like, um, you get to be an ambassador. We give you some merch to represent us and you get free race entries, but you got to, you got to hit a certain amount of volunteer hours. You know, I I don't know, dude. And I don't know what to do. And if anyone listening has any ideas, let me know. Um, but like what sucks is too, is we have, we have a lot of key people that do volunteer consistently at races. So I'll see like a, a couple people, a handful that will come and volunteer at a race every now and then. And it's great. But those people, they can't be the people to volunteer at every race because obviously we have a lot of them, right? But it's right. people within those communities and those cities. So, like, for example, we went and volunteered at this big trail race with 500 people running it because I live close to it. I'm a local. So, like, I'm talking about, like, I don't expect someone to pack up their bags and drive six hours across Texas to come volunteer for a race, you know? But uh, yeah. I expect if you if there's a race that's local to you, and you're not running it, and you're a trail runner, and you don't have anything going on that weekend, I do expect that you should come out and support your community. That's just my my idea on it, dude. But uh, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And if anyone listening, if you have any ideas, email me, texasoutlawrunning at gmail.com. You can message me on Instagram, at texasoutlawrunning, any of that. But, uh, yeah. You got I got some... I got yeah, I got some ideas off the top of my head. One in specific. 
So I think you need to you need to activate your inner salesman and go to these running stores that are local or maybe even just the outdoor recreation stores and be like, hey, you know, we're doing this thing locally. Um, you know, talk them up, let them tell you about their business, let them tell you about what they've got going on, let them do most of the talking and be like, all right, um, you know, we've got I have I have no most of the support that I need, but I need a couple extra hands. Is there anybody you know that you know would be willing to come out for two or three hours in the morning or two or three hours in the afternoon just to be able to donate some of their time? Maybe they need community service hours. Dude, you could even you could even reach out to like I think you have done this. Oh like dude. go to the local go to the local high school, be like, Hey, dude. where's your where's your cross country track team? Dude, here's the thing, Usher. I have, bro. I've gone to the local cross-country teams. I've emailed the head coaches. I've picked up the phone. I've called churches. Have you have you met them in person, though? I think that might be the difference. Dude, here's the thing. We got so many races. I can't meet with all these people (laughs) in all these local areas. Bro, I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go drive eight hours to uh, West Texas tomorrow. And uh, Well, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. If you don't have the volunteer support that year, then post race, take a little t- extra time out of your day on the way back or whatever. And if it's a Monday, especially, you know, you slept Sunday night after the race, you picked up, you and, Carly, you and Carly are leaving on Monday or whatever. And then y'all hit the running store on the way out and be like, hey, we just had the race locally in town. Um, no. I want to let y'all know that we'll be back next year. And I'll probably, is it okay if I email you, you know, beforehand, see if there's any way y'all could offer me some volunteer support? Yeah, no, I, I say you should be straightforward about it. Asher, listen, after a race. Hey, hey, hey. No, listen. If anybody, if anybody listening agrees with me, go ahead and email Brisson right now. Be like, this is what he needs to do. No, I agree with you, but before the race, not after, dude. Because after the race, I'm trying to get home, bro. Like, I'm exhausted. I am getting home, man. I'm not stopping yeah. at no. No, nah, I, I don't mind doing it before the race. <laughs> but here's the thing, too, okay. Asher. Is a lot of the places we do races are usually, quite usually, they are in smaller towns. Um, and in smaller towns, there are no running stores. And they're cross-country teams, little to nothing. Um, but the places that are big, that there are big races that we do, the, I do, I do call the running stores and I do talk to the managers. And I say, hey, we need this. But here's the thing. Because it's an ultra, because it's an ultra running event, they can't support the amount of volunteers we need or the amount of hours we need to be able to put on the ultra because it's, you know, you got to have basically 24 hours of volunteers. And so like I'll send over um, like six to eight hour shifts and obviously they can split them up to where they can do like three hours here, three hours there, whatever um or two hours each whatever but they they kind of always dodge me and email me back and they're just like no you know we can't i don't know it's always an excuse it seems like when i do talk to people um mm. so no i mean i've tried it actually like i've picked up the phone i've called people i've talked to managers pastors uh all kinds of people and um it's very difficult very very difficult yeah so yeah it's tough getting uh i mean i can definitely say this from experience like it's tough getting 
people to care about something that you care about whenever they don't have any prior experience with it. Well, I yeah, mean, that- unless they just naturally care about, I don't know, community in a way that it's like, oh, these, you know, there's this weird niche niche sport in my town, and now I care about it for some reason. Unless that's the case, it's usually like, oh, well, I got other stuff going on on my weekends. Well, I got uh, I got the game to watch. You're thinking about you're thinking about your general everyday broad people. If you go to an ultra race, ninety nine percent of the time the volunteers are gonna be ultra and trail runners. Right. So like, really, it's uh, I'm speaking and looking after and seeking out the the those people, the trail and ultra runners, because right. that, that's the people you see mainly at these races volunteering. That's why I can't ever get anybody else because because they're not. They don't understand. They're not in it. They don't know. Um, but the people that do run the races, they do understand how important it is to volunteer. So that's why uh, that's why we really need to look inside what we have and figure something out. Um, and I yeah. think that's that's the way to go about it. To be honest with you, and that's why I never saw success with, with anything else. So um, yeah, man. So. I don't know. The best thing I could think of is like some type of ambassador program to where it's a win-win. Like they can volunteer. uh, They get race credits, but they also get free race entries. They get some ambassador merch to represent. And so they get to represent our brand, which is, which is not everybody. Like we're not just going to pick anybody to do that. You know, it has to be somebody that, you know, (laughs) they've got a good, uh, it's like our Texas Al Elite team. Like it's a bunch of great people. They've got to be good people to represent us. Um, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Just people that care about the sport, but more importantly, they just care about like bringing people together and community and that sort of thing. Well, they just, they so. just yeah, just people that you know. It's just part of their main hobby, and they really enjoy it. <laughs> like I'm gonna be yeah. honest, dude. When we went and volunteered. I told Carly, I was like, I want to do this every year at this race. I was like, I'm having a great time. We were, we brought, yeah. so what made it fun is we brought a lot of our own stuff. So we brought our own, we brought our own generator and our heater and our own speaker because the vault, the aid station didn't even have that. It didn't even have chairs at it, which surprised me. But, um, so we brought all of our own stuff, dude. And it just made it more fun. So like I was, yeah. playing, we were, we were blasting music. I pointed the speaker down the road and so people can hear it miles out. <laughs> and so yeah. as they're coming into the A station, they can hear some like eighties music just blasting. Um, and That's then awesome. they come in and, you know, we'd fill up their water bottles for them, you know, whatever. And then they would go. And at the end I got to where I would be like ringing the bell yelling and it was fun. And I, we were just sitting there and I, and I was like, we were sitting around the heater and I was like, this is fun. Like, it feels like we're camping, you know? Yep. Yep. While also supporting these people. So um, I think what's honestly kind of a miserable volunteer experience is working the huge races because you're not able to relax and have fun and talk at those. Like um, I look at like the, for example, the beginning of this race, it was huge. There was like several hundred people in the shorter distances. So everybody coming through the aid stations, the aid station crew was busy. Like they're constantly filling stuff up, putting stuff out. But when we showed up, it finally slowed down 
and uh because i worked from 1 to 9 p.m carly and i did and so yeah. we sat there and had a good time the whole time and it, it was a good time um and then nine o'clock hit we packed up put our stuff in the truck and heading on out got a cool t-shirt so um it was it was really neat man to be able to go out there and have a good time and and i i share that to share that if you do go to a race like before you're like oh this might suck you know it might be boring we're just gonna sit there but when you actually go it is it's really really fun to be a part of it yep and to know that you're having such a big impact because like if it wasn't for you being there all of those people would not have as good of a running race than if you weren't there like if they just had a water table up with some maybe self-serve food or whatever no music nothing and it was just sitting there it would have sucked for those people man because they're running multiple loops that would have sucked so yep um yeah, so if you're listening, if you're listening, let me know if you got any ideas. But uh, about all, about all out of time, Asher. Yep. I I said on uh Strava, if you saw me, follow me on Strava. Almost got robbed while running, so I'm actually gonna share that on the next Christian Trail Bros episode. So <clears throat> Christian Trail Bros is only on Spotify right now. Um. It won't go up on iTunes for some reason, like the Apple Podcasts, but it's it's on Spotify podcast and pretty much every other podcast platform, except for i for Apple Podcast. But uh, if you want to hear the story of how I almost got robbed while running, go listen to the Christian Trobros podcast tomorrow. It'll be released tomorrow. Listen to that podcast, and uh, you'll get to hear about it. And the reason I say listen to it on that podcast. One, we ran out of time on this one, but it also has a lot to do, lot to do with God, and there's a lot of God uh, intervention within this robbing. So, yeah, you can listen to it there. But with that being said, Asher, happy trails, y'all. And I got one more thing. I'm about to uh, this weekend, so I'll get to report next Monday. I'm going to the Olympic marathon trials in Orlando, Florida. And so I will report back on how the experience was. I tried to volunteer, but my efforts were a little too late because <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be living in Florida by this time. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun. Something to experience. So I'll report back. Okay. Make sure you wear some Texas Outlaw merch for me. Thanks. I will. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. And we'll see y'all next Monday on Shooting the Bull.